Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Tim and Jared. We're sitting here in the studio talking about current events and solving the world's problems. What up? Today we're going to talk about how to be a good dude. Yeah, let's talk about it. Jared, thanks for coming to the Beat Laboratory. No problem, man. (laughs) It's very temperature controlled in here. So me and Jared were just sitting around talking about what are we going to talk about on our next episode? And I said... Let's talk about how to be a good dude. Mm -hmm. A lot of people um, seem to like the concept the last time we rolled it out on you and Dustin talking. So, yeah, it was a zinger, right? Yeah. So um, I think everybody, hopefully everybody wants to be a good dude, but not everybody's a good dude. Right. And I guess we're going to try to spitball here on what you can do to be a good dude or... um, Maybe you already are, and this could be like, oh, I guess I'm a good dude now. Yeah, maybe you'll get some affirmation from this podcast, (laughs) right? Yeah. So, I guess in general, what are some things, like if you just had a couple words, what would be, in your eyes, a good dude? I think generally when we think about the whole good dude is um, I think reliable is number one Mm -hmm. because you can't really be a good dude if you never do what you say you're going to do. Right. And the last time we talked about it, we talked about picking up the phone whenever somebody calls. Because we all know those people that never answer their phone, right? Right. (laughs) And it's like you can still be a good dude and have your phone on vibrate. That's not necessarily communications. <laughs> Cell phones don't exactly make you a good person. But right. And you don't have to like, even if you don't pick up on the first ring or even like, but I would say maybe you respond in a timely manner. Right. Right. Cause right. other, you know, other people have stuff going on. Exactly. So, and if you're going to bother the good dude all the time, then you're not a good dude. Yeah. So you're not a reciprocating the good dudeness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should definitely be reciprocal, right? Yeah. Um, cause you don't, you don't want to use your friends or your dudes. Right. Right. And when I originally brought it up, it just seemed to me like a, like a term of admiration. Like, I guess sarcastically, somebody can say, man, you're a good dude when you, you know, when you're talking about somebody else is usually like, Hey, have you met so-and-so? He's a good dude. Right. Right. And I think depending on what type of relationship you have with that person, right. You know, one person might think that they're a good dude because, you know, they help them with this or that, or another person might think they're a good dude. Mm -hmm. You know, if they work with them, like, Hey man, he's, he, he helps. He, he's on time. You know, he's a hard worker, something Mm -hmm. like that. But I think, uh, you know, depending on the aspect of, in which you, um, you know, know that person, I guess. Yeah. I also feel like it's one of those things that you should constantly be striving for instead of just you hit a mark and you're like, Oh, that's it. It's like somebody being like, I'm, I'm the smartest person in this room because you know, I got good grades in high school. Right. You know, it shouldn't be one of those things like you just hit a certain benchmark and you're done. Right, right. You should constantly be striving for it. So if you're a self-identified good dude, then you're probably not a good dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get I mean, that. you can you can know that you're a good person. Right. But I guess in the context that we're saying, you like, should always, like I said in an earlier podcast, you should always try to 
be the best version of yourself that you can be every day. And right. I think the good dudeism, you know, plays right. into that. And it's synonymous with being a good man, a good father. Right. You know, not necessarily a dude. Right. But, and I think, you know, uh, we could go down in the rabbit hole into all the different roles. Let's go down the hole. Are we going to have time for this? <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I think, you know, we labeled it how to be a good dude, but you know, you could put different labels on like how to be a good husband, mm-hmm. how to be a good, um, father. Yeah. Stuff like that. And I think you could talk forever about that. Um, it's, it, defi- it's definitely all encompassing because it is, you can go help somebody when they're out of gas. But if you go back in your community and you're, you know, doing animal sacrifices in the woods, <laughs> <laughs> you're, pr- you're probably not an all around <laughs> good dude. Right. You, you know right. what I mean? Well, what I kind of meant by that, <laughs> I just want to, <laughs> I wanted I to get animal meant, sacrifice um, in there somewhere. So take, for instance, so a problem that I found with myself, because I try to be a good dude and I think work takes up a lot of my life. Right. So um, when it comes to, you know, covering overtime shifts or trading a guy a day or going the extra mile and doing something else for Mm -hmm. work. Right. I don't like to say no. I try to be a good dude. Um, And I think at least in my lot a point in my life, I got to, to a point that I was trying to be a good dude so much in that aspect that I was probably hurting myself and my family life because, yeah. you know, I wasn't taking the breaks that I needed and I wasn't giving the attention or the time to my family. So in that aspect, I wasn't being a good dude. Right. To, you were a good dude on paper. Oh yeah. You know, at least, you know, to the people I work with. Right. You know? Um, and like I said, I, you need a good, uh, work and life balance. You know, mm-hmm. if you dedicate all of your time and energy to work, you know, you can be the best there, but there's a whole nother part of your life that you're, I don't want to say failing at, but you're neglecting it. You're neglecting it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's what I kind of mean as far as there's so many other facets of being, you know, a, a good man, or a good dude, right. Um, that you need to balance them out. Mm. And being a good dude is not necessarily being a pushover either. Right. You know, right. Being a yes man. Yeah. You have to have some values about you just, <laughs> Oh, I, I think that, I think that's another good one. Good values. Yeah. You know? Um, I think at least our family is known for telling people, uh, yeah. <laughs> what, telling people yeah. uh, what we think and not what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a good quality. A lot of some people may think that that is a bad quality, mm-hmm. but yeah, not having any enemies doesn't necessarily make you oh, a definitely good, a good person. You know, you know what I mean? Definitely. And not that I or we try to make enemies, but I think standing up for yourself and what you believe in goes a long way. Right. You know, you have to have core values that you live by. Well, and if you're really going to be a good provider or a good leader, even when somebody looks at you, like, is this person going to stand on their own? I mean, are you a good 
husband and father at that point. Mm-hmm. If you let everybody steamroll you. Right. I, I don't, I don't think you are. I don't think you can be. No, at all. I think core values that you, that you live by and being your own person. Yeah. And I think helping as much as you can. And I think it's easy for us to say that. Now I, I couldn't tell you what a normal person thinks, you know, being in, do you feel like you're not a normal person? Well, I, I feel like maybe we're in a different, just because of our line of work, Mm. you know, being fire EMS military, you're there for a mission. You're there for, we're all there to help people. Yeah. Right. We didn't become firemen to run around lights and sirens all day and be, you know, America's heroes. Right. Right. At the core, I think we're there to help people. So doing extra things outside of your, you know, the norms, if people need help, I think us pretty easy transition. It's, it's easy to say yes. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like a burden. You know what I mean? Now, somebody that works a nine to five and no offense, but if you're, you're riding a desk all day and I don't know how those people react to somebody else that needs help. Right. And you got to think too, to your point that most of the people that this collective group that help each other out are usually all firemen and it's kind of just a right a thing yeah it's a, it's definitely a thing you yeah. know and it's just something it's something that we we don't mind doing and i second nature maybe i mm-hmm. don't know um but why don't you read some some facebook yeah so we'll pull out some responses facebook responses uh we asked some people you know what they thought made a good dude. Um, I'll read a couple of them. Uh, one says, uh, put other dudes above yourself, which I totally agree. Mm-hmm. But like I also said, that could get into, if you're consistently putting other dudes and or people above yourself, you also have to make time for yourself. Right. And, and your family. So in essence, yes, I, I agree with that. Yeah, on its face, definitely. Yeah, yeah. face value, yeah. I I totally agree with that. Um, another person said, accept responsibility and admit when you are wrong. Apologize and have respect for others, also yourself. And I also agree with that. Um, the admitting when you're wrong is a big one. That's a big one that um, a lot of people, I think, have trouble with. Yeah. You know, owning your mistakes is... Is huge, right? I think uh, I have tons of respect for somebody that can own up, and it doesn't have to be a big mistake. It could right. be a small mistake, whatever it is. But you know, I, I think that's a. a pretty, if you think you're right all the time, the chances of you being a good dude is nil. You definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, let's see here. What else we got here? Um, don't sacrifice animals in the woods either. Yeah. Don't do that. Who was doing that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody said a good dude also knows when to step back. Yeah, I guess. Um, 
depending on the situation. Depends on the context. Um, yeah. My personality, I, I probably need to learn how to do that because I always feel like I'm in the middle of something and trying to solve problems. Yeah. If that makes sense. You know, I like to be the leader. I like to take initiative and get things done. Right. Uh, let's see here. Someone else said, uh, ask your kid or partner their needs. A simple ask goes a long way. I'll agree with that. Um, yeah, I saw that one earlier and I figured I would just be getting chocolate milk and mowing the yard if I asked that. So. <laughs> Do you need anything else? <laughs> yeah, I want some ice cream, Dad. <laughs> um, I mean, in, in certain uh, instances, I think that's another facet. Yeah. Um, but you know, also I, I think that, um, that could transfer over into the dudeism. Right. Is that a, is that a real term? Dudeism. It is is now. It is now. Yeah. So, um, and I know we did a, uh, an episode on mental health, but I, it's definitely a real thing, you know, noticing if your other dudes are struggling or not themselves, you know, ask them if they need anything, you know, or if, if they're going, if you know, they're going through something rough in their life, always being there. Right. And it's hard to ask for help. And you probably won't necessarily always get a, Hey, I need this, this, and this X, Y, and Z. But just knowing that somebody is in your corner, oh, yeah, that helps a lot. Willing to help, I think um, is a lot. So that is a good one. Um, old J.R. Repenstein said, treat people right and be honest with yourself and with others. Again, I think those are all great traits. Um, I think honesty goes a long way. Um, if people are like a, a habitual liar, even if it's little things, right? I mean, it's easy to pick up on and you know, and you kind of I don't know if you think less of that person, even if those little lies don't affect you right but you know i mean yeah at least in my uh my mind you know like these dudes lie about everything right you know and it's just i don't know why and i know some people are just it's i don't know if it's a uh i don't want to call it a disease but it's habitual like you said it's just yeah out of their control at that point they just lie 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 yeah you know um and that's not good i guess that the honesty part goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Like if you're honest with everybody, mm-hmm. not everybody's going to like you. That's okay. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it will set you free. The truth will definitely set you free. It always sets you free. I think at least at the end of the day, you're going to feel good about yourself, mm-hmm. you know, telling the truth. Um, it just makes you a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think integrity too. Um, yeah. Knowing that people are going to do the right thing, you know? Yeah. Um, not necessarily that they're not going to make any mistakes, but just that they're honest and they're, you know, they can do things without people, you know, watching over their back. Right. Um, and I think a lot of the people we work with have a lot of integrity. So, you know, we go into people's houses every day and, right. you know, and we don't steal their other stuff. We don't steal other stuff. Exactly. I, I think that's a big one. Um, you know, what? when uh, the one person on the Facebook uh, said that, you know, 
asking about needs and stuff. I think that's a, another facet of, you know, being a man, you know, being a good husband or, or a father. I mean, I could write a book on how to be a good husband. It's going to have one chapter <laughs> and it's going to just, it's going to say, stay at work. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people might disagree with that. <laughs> At least my wife, you know, she's like, oh, you got overtime again. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Take it. What is that? Separation makes the heart grow fonder. Something like that. (sighs) Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. The end. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to be a good dude, take overtime. Just pick up all the overtime. (laughs) No, she gets it. I don't know how she stays at home with the kids all day, but I'll work. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, what else? I mean, uh, so we talked about, you know, all the things that make a good dude. And I guess we can kind of talk about the things that maybe make, I will, I don't say a bad dude, but what are the qualities that maybe people could work on or some of the qualities that, uh, less than desirable dudes have, Hmm. I guess basically the polar opposite of what we just said. Yeah. Like lying, conniving, subhuman dirt bags. Yeah. I think, you know, people that just are in it for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. But look at me, people, too. Exactly. Hey, look what I did. Look what I did. You look know, what I could do. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? Stuart. Stuart. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, there are some real piece of work people out there. Yeah. Um, that really are just uh, out there to do what's best for them and not anybody else, you know. Right. And they don't carry their weight, you know. Yeah. Um, and maybe if they do, if they do help you with something, they will hang that over your head. Right. You know what I mean? Like you owe them. Yeah. You know, if I help somebody out, I don't expect anything in return. You know? Right. If I, you know, help you, if I mow your lawn, I don't expect you the next week to come over and mow mine. Right. You know, I'm there to help you with whatever you need. So, um, I think also back to a good dude is there's a very low barrier to entry for somebody for you to do that for somebody else. It's not like, like one of the neighbors that you barely even know, maybe. Right. You just do it because it's the right thing to do. Not because you've known them for 15 years or they, they helped you previously or your best friends. Like that's a good dude. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like somebody who without asking will just do it because it's the right thing to do. And I'm all about that. I'm all about karma too. Right. Not that like, I think my time's coming, like, but I just trying to rack up all them. Yeah. Karma points. Karma points. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not about that, but just, it makes me feel better to help others. Right. You know, my neighbor is in his nineties mm-hmm. and he's worked every day in his, his whole life. I mean, he's always out in the yard, but here in these last few years, he hasn't been able to do all that. So you know, I'm mowing his lawn and trying to do anything I can do to help him out. Right. Not that he asked me to do it, but it's the right thing to do. You know? Yeah. I think also being more capable 
as a man, it's not necessarily all about just going to help other people. You can tell like when somebody you see somebody in there and obviously like good shape, you can tell that they're dedicated enough to do the same thing. Right. They're capable. They're capable to do the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. Maybe socially that doesn't make you a good person, but you can already tell that they're, um, Oh, what am I looking for? Disciplined. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've just been telling people, Maybe if you're, if you feel like crap, you should try not eating junk food, lifting weights, maybe read a book, like maybe read the Bible and uh, learn how to shoot. Get right with Jesus. Yeah. I don't, I, I just think it could help. That's all. I think, you know, you hear people talk about like kids these days and you know, Things aren't the same. Like people, um, a man, what a man was 20, 30 years ago is not what you would say a man is today. Right. With just objectively looking out into the world. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people's values are different. You know what they think is important. Right. And not everybody, but I think generally speaking, you know, I think I would say that we are different than the norm. And I think there are a lot of people are different from the norm, but not, you know, collectively, um, which is kind of crazy when you think about it, because the new punk rock is to, uh, go to church and start a family and shoot guns and have normal jobs. That's the new right counterculture. That's it, crazy to me. Right. Um, but I mean, look at, uh, look at the workforce and, you know, people, people aren't working anymore. Right. You know, they don't want to do any sort of physical labor, you know, they're um, all low T individuals. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, at least they think they are. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. They have a mindset of, oh, I'm not going to do that. You know, mm-hmm. we've gotten really lazy. We want to have a 32 hour work week. I don't know. We, but I don't even know what that would look like. What do you do with your, what do you do with your time off? Well, Bernie Sanders just put out, it's been a thing for a while, but I just saw his tweet where he said, we need a 32 hour work week with full pay. So people can start enjoying their lives, blah, blah, blah. Well, does that mean the products are going to cost more because there's less, Time being put into well, look making them. Well, look at what COVID did. Right, prices are through the roof right now. Yeah, you know, um, and they've also raised, um, you know, I want to call it minimum wage, but wages are up. They're definitely up, right? Um, but also, I think it just kind of counteracted everything by raising the price of everything. Right. You know, if somebody is flipping cheeseburgers for $15 an hour, that cheeseburger just went up like double. Yeah. You know, it's basic math. It's, it is. I don't know. I don't know how people didn't see that or understand. (laughs) Like, I I really don't like, 
if we increase minimum wage to $15 an hour, then everything's going to get well, more expensive. They know how basic economics work. It's just um, political campaign well, promises. Yeah. Where the people that don't J- care what the outcome is, they just want. They just want the vote. Even though that $15 is, an hour isn't the $15 is so inflated that it's not actually $15 right. anymore. Right. You know, it's 11. Right. And, you know, we could have just went back and said, if you want more money, then do more work. <laughs> what? You know, <laughs> and I'm not even saying getting a better job. I mean, for me, if I needed more money, I didn't go look for another job. I got another job. Right. <laughs> you know, and you had two and three jobs. You do. You know, I think that is a good quality of a dude is being able to, to provide for your family, mm-hmm. you know, instead of complaining that I didn't have money, I went out and got another job. Yeah. You know, I think, um, I don't know. I was watching a, probably most likely a podcast. Um, cause that seems to be all I watch and listen to anymore. Nerd. And they were, as we're doing a podcast, um, they were just talking about, you know, what women, look for in men like for husbands and uh resourcefulness is a huge one right like you don't necessarily have to be a top earner right off the gate mm-hmm. but the ability to to go earn is huge mm-hmm. and um when you're one of these guys that just sit here and go oh who who well the world's <laughs> going to crap and there nothing's going to get better for me and i don't I don't know that I would agree with ability because I think there's a lot of people out there that have the ability. Right. Well, I guess the drive, maybe, maybe the testicular fortitude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause people are lazy. Right. You know, I said that, but people are lazy and they don't take care of themselves. You don't have to do much anymore to stand out, um, to be, you know, a high T individual. No, no, it is. In most instances, it is easy to be that bright, shiny star, right? You know, that everybody looks at and goes, wow, he's a good dude, <laughs> you know, but the, the drive's not there, man. Right. Um, and I said before on an earlier episode, like, I mean, look at, look at our job. Nobody wants to be a fireman anymore. No, nobody wants to be a cop. Nobody wants to do any sort of manual labor, you know? They want to sit at home and play PlayStation and, you know, stream on their Twitch that nobody watches, <laughs> you know, you don't watch Twitches. I've never, I don't either. I've never been on Twitch. Apparently it's pretty popular. I guess maybe we should get on it. Yeah. You know, maybe I'll have a career change. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I can still be a good I think dude. we can actually Twitch our podcast. Can Twitch? we? Do you Twitch a stream, stream a Twitch? Stream. Stream a Twitch? You stream on Twitch. Okay. We're going to stream on Twitch while we do our podcast. And when we get it on YouTube, we're also going to put it on YouTube. Like, I don't know how it works, bro. But Twitch is live. Is it? Right. I think. Probably. I mean, if you're streaming, that indicates that you're live, right? Yeah. I don't know that we could do any lives. No, probably not. A lot of F-bombs dropped. Uh, we'd probably have to get our beat laboratory up to snuff too. Yeah. We're building a studio. Yeah. As we speak. Yeah. A beat lab. 
we'll probably throw up a couple ideas. And if you guys want to vote on them, you know, that's a good idea. We should do that. Let the people vote. Let the people vote. Um, you know, honestly, if, uh, if a lot of people, I know I just kind of bad mouth all the people that sit at home and do stuff, <laughs> well, but if people start like really like liking and sharing this podcast and, you know, we can monetize, I quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> I will sit here and talk. People don't want to get their hands dirty. I will quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I can't quit my job. If I could do this for a living, I would, I would definitely, <laughs> I would definitely quit my job. I will do my part and share firefighter memes on Facebook <laughs> and do my civic duty. But I'm not saying that my job is easy, but we work two days a week. <laughs> Don't tell everybody. I'm just kidding. I mean, that's 48 hours. Okay. Right. But still like, yeah, we do some hard stuff, but you should be a fireman. It's the best job in the world. It is the best job in the world. We don't write tickets. No. You know, uh, you ride around in a big truck and go, woo, woo, woo. Woo. And 85% of your job is taking people to the hospital. There is that. But (laughs) if you can get, you know, over that, be a fireman. We need you. Uncle Sam needs you. Dude, speaking of like, I think this relates to the whole topic, but I forget the percent percent, but the military recruitment is down so far, but the well, list of people that are actually eligible to be recruited, the percent is so freaking low. So they don't have a good pool? Yeah, because most of them are overweight. Okay. Didn't I just see they just did something with their standards or something? Or maybe that was somebody else. I mean, probably. Like, you could be technically obese and be a soldier. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, it happens all the time anyway. Right, okay. Might as well go in the way you're getting out. Might as well, dude. I guess what I've been trying to say the whole time is we don't have all the answers, but you have to do something. You have to try, you know. To, at be, least, to be a good dude. Yeah. Be Maybe some, you don't want to be a good dude. I guess there's Yeah, what those, if you don't want to be a good dude? Then I guess this is not for you. Hmm. Just do everything the opposite of what I we have said. a feeling... That um, we don't have a lot of listeners that are just want to be bad dudes. That's true. You know? Yeah. I just get that feeling. So we've covered how to be a good dude, how to be a crappy dude. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you, um, you know, we talked about how to, you know, striving to continually be a good dude. Um. Is there any, like, do you have any good dude goals? I think my good dude goal is to actually practice what I preach and not just make people think that I'm a good dude. Like when we're done with this, not going home and yelling at my kids for no reason. Mm. You know what I mean? They'll give you a reason. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I don't know, just not be a shitty person. Really? Right. Um, Because it's a constant daily, like striving for perfection, but knowing you're never going to get there kind of thing. Right. Right. But you keep on trucking. Right. Because then you fall into being a bad dude. Yeah. And I, I think being a good dude 
makes you feel better about yourself. Right. You know, I think, yeah, helping being able to be there and help somebody is way more gratifying than all the money in the world that you can make. Now you can make a lot of money and help people. Sure. Yeah. You could put it to good. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think being a, being that bad dude or say, okay. So say there was an instance where I could have helped somebody and I didn't, or I didn't do everything. I would still feel bad. I would feel bad. Right. That's, that's why it makes, that's what makes you a good dude. You know? Um, but like you said, continually trying to practice what you preach, Mm -hmm. you know, not living the say as I do, not as I do. Right. Um, I think you can sustain great dudeism with that. Right. (laughs) I think you should also, we talked about being a good husband, a good father. Um, there's some single people out there that don't have kids yet. Right. Um, but if that's you, um, maybe call your parents and be a good kid. That's true. Because I don't think somebody's a good dude if they're, all those other a things to their parents and induced to their parents. Yeah. Right. Now, I don't know everybody's situation. Right. But if somebody just gets tired of their mom calling them and they're an adult, then you're not a good dude. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. You know, we kind of grew up in a, I guess, uh, not a norm situation. You know, our parents are still together mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people came from a broken home. So I keep, you know, Right. I don't think we can relate as far as um, if there's special circumstances, if they don't get along with their parents. But, you know, if you are on good terms with your parents, I totally agree. You know, try to be a good dude towards your parents. (laughs) You know, Um, I'm always calling and asking my parents if they need something or, you know, trying to help them out with whatever. I know we both do. So, Mm -hmm. um, but that just, again, it seems like the right thing to do. Right. You know, I don't know why you wouldn't. Right. You know, again, a lot of things don't make sense to me, but it's completely normal for some other people. It's because you're a part of the counterculture, the counterculture. Yeah. I can dig that. (laughs) I can dig that. (laughs) (laughs) And also if you've learned how to be a good dude so far, at least you think you are. The best thing you can do is to instill these values into your kids. Yeah. Pass it down. Right. Instead of just letting because, letting public teachers, yeah, instill all the values in your kids, yeah. and then you where did I didn't raise this person, right? You know, and before you know it, they're going to be grown, right? You know, um, I kind of see that now. My oldest is only eight, but I feel like time has flown, <laughs> and he. Uh, you know, there's already things where he learns at school and I'm like, where in the hell did you learn that? Right. You know, that's not how things are done. You know, I used to think homeschooling was weird, but now I'm starting to understand it a little bit more. Let's back up. Homeschooled kids are weird, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but maybe, but are they weird now? But, uh, I think it, they definitely have a, um, they lack some societal norms or uh, socialization. Yeah. So social, they have yeah, socialization. Now there's issues. so many different, there's different ways to do it, but you can get in a community based where there's like 
10 families that homeschool. Really? And See, then, I don't know anything about all this. Yeah, um, 10 families that homeschool or they do the, like, they're still attached to the school. So anytime mm-hmm. there's, they still do sports. Um, they go to like pep rallies in the school. They do all that stuff and they don't just sit, you know? Right. I mean, dude, <laughs> if I was homeschooled and still got to do all this, the events for school, you, I, I wouldn't even be different because I just slept the whole time. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely did. I'm just saying there's a lot of, uh, some of the best sleep of my life. It's, a. Uh, <laughs> It's probably another a topic for another time, but I'm starting to really envy the people that can figure out homeschooling. Well, we thought we had it figured out when when Erica stayed home. We're like, oh, we don't have to go to a babysitter. She just stays at home with the kids. But mm-hmm. now they're they're in school. So it's like, what the what are we gonna do now? <laughs> right. You know? Um, but I'll agree, some of the stuff that they're doing at schools now at least in my opinion, is just, I don't know why. Right. Or, you know, where it's coming from. But. Well, a lot of the homes, the homeschooled kids can carry on a conversation with adults because they're being taught by adults and not by kids. Yeah, I get that. Like I said, I, I think, I think they can be quote unquote normal. Right. You know, um, but there's definitely the, the uh you know society thing like right. how to interact with even people their age how are they going to learn how to cuss i don't fucking know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah you know and i think there's there might be a lot that they're missing out on i i almost i don't know but i think they learn a lot from interacting with kids their own age right you know whether it's good or bad you know, that's necessary. I agree. I think it is necessary because as we know, life isn't all good. It's right. not all puppy dogs and rainbows. There's a lot of bad to life. You yeah. Know? There's and bad things. There's a lot of kids that their only break from their toxic home environment is school. Oh, so definitely. Not, so I, I totally agree with definitely. that. Definitely. Um, and I think as parents, all we can do, um, Obviously, we don't want them to have bad experiences, but they're going to. They're going to right. have bad influences. And I think as parents, all we can do is to try to guide them right, and give them support, you know, put them on the right path and let them know, hey, these things are bad. Right. You know, Just um, bad you know, they're going to have to make those decisions for themselves. Yeah. But I think, you know, being a good parent, you know, having that relationship with them. And not going home and just yelling at them. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, You know, so that they know that they can respect and trust you. I think that that goes a long way. Yeah. Um, Because it's never going to be, like I said, puppy dogs and rainbows. Because the the world is evil. Yeah. (laughs) It is. Yeah. Be a good dad. Be a good dude. (laughs) Be a good husband. All right, everybody. We're going to close the show out. Thanks for... uh, streaming us on all your preferred listening apps catch us uh, on the next episode when we talk about something weird (laughs) all right goodbye everybody later later